John 15 verse 10 says, Jesus already says, right, and we've been talking about how to maintain your joy. And look what it says. He says in verse 9, just as the Father has loved me, I have loved you. I have loved you. I have also loved you. Abide in my love. Look at verse, look at verse 10. If you keep my commandments, if you keep my commandments, you will. That is called a contrast. Amen. But it's also called a cause and effect. Amen. If you keep my what? You will abide what? I have kept my father's commandments and abide in so there's the love of the son and then there's the love of the father. You with me? And what sustains his love for you is because he's in love with the father. Y'all don't miss that. Amen. So today I want to talk about again how to maintain your joy. Um, and so today we find ourselves in this journey and I've been looking at over the, ser over the sermons that we've been talking about with joy and how to maintain that joy, how to sustain that joy, how not to let your heart be troubled by things that come up. A lot of times, saints, we're underestimating the power, amen, of the word. Amen. Jesus is telling the disciples, stay connected to me. That makes sense to me. If I want joy, I have to stay connected even though we're in a pandemic. At some point, you got to find your way back to the house of God. Stay connected to me. Don't play this. Don't pastor yourself. Oh, I wish I had somebody. See, the devil will have you and trick you into thinking, amen, I got this. We need fellowship. We need that. That's what he was talking about when he says stay connected to that vine. This vine is connected to him. Come on and help me somebody. And you can't find joy in anything else. Amen. Jesus tells us. And one of the things I told you last week is that love is one of the virtues. It's one of the fruit of the spirit. And saints, the question is, and sometimes I think for people, we don't really understand how to love the Father. We don't understand how to love. Love leaves us and other things start taking over us. Come on, help me somebody. I want joy, but I don't want the joy that comes today and be gone tomorrow. I don't want the kind of joy, amen, that is just predicated on circumstances and situations. Listen, I always say this, pay, payday is a good day to measure your joy. A lot of us, when we get paid, man, we, we got, well, we're so happy, our whole demeanor changes until we pay the bills. <laughs> amen. And then, then we right back to looking crooked and sideways and... Come on, and mad and upset, you know what I mean? Can't have no joy. 
I'm talking about joy, saints. I'm talking about you can be wherever you are in life and still have this joy because you're not so focused on the mess in your life. We all got some kind of mess. But joy is something that God wants you to have. He desires that you have it. Jesus tells us now, if, first class condition. So now this is if and it is true. Watch this. He says, if you keep my commandments. Now I found something interesting this morning. Found something very interesting this morning, okay? Watch this. First of all, when we talk about commandments, there are the Ten Commandments, right? Which was in the Old Testament which has been fulfilled, but the spirit of that law is still alive. Okay? So, you know, thou should not steal, thou should not kill, you know, all that. Sti it's, still, it's still alive today. <laughs> Amen. Didn't, didn't, didn't go nowhere, okay? You know, love God, you know, all that kind of stuff, right? But, but when Jesus came, Jesus gave us 1,050 total commandments. In the New Testament. Commandments. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to say it one more time. Let me see if I can say it one more time. How many? 1,050. Jesus says, if you want to maintain your joy, first thing you got to do is you have to follow his commandments. Listen, you can't put your feelings above his commands. You can't put your circumstances above his commands. Nothing trumps his command. And until you start obeying them, you won't have no joy. You know why? Because you're living in opposition to his word. I'm talking to believers here this morning. I'm talking to believers who say, Pastor, you don't understand what I'm going through. You know, and I, and I always say, what does says the Lord? What does God say about that situation? See, see, watch this. Commandments are precepts and the teachings of Jesus. 1,050 commands. Watch this. They cover every phrase of, phase of man's life. Watch this. Relationship to God, relationship to each other, uh, now and, and forever, it covers every aspect of your life. Here's the thing what I find out. Here's what I found out. A lot of us are following other things, but we're not really following the word of God. We're living according to certain cardinal rules and things that we've learned from way, 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 way back. You understand what I'm saying? Stuff we done picked up along the way, but it's not God's commands. Amen. Your happiness has nothing to do, amen, with what, or your unhappiness has nothing to do if it's not, if it's against God's word, it means nothing. Hello, somebody. 
I'm going to say it one, one more time. Ouch, amen, or thank you. Whichever one you want to take this morning. I don't have no joy. It's just bad. It's bad because you are not following his commands. You're not following his commands. You're not listening to him. You're not following what the word of God says to do. If your enemy is hungry, feed him. Amen. Love your enemies. Pray for those who despitefully use you. Here's another command. Repent. For the time Jesus began to preach, his word was his command. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. Here's another, here's another command. Follow me. <laughs> and I will make you. Oh, I wish I had somebody. Why I don't have no joy? Because I'm following everybody else's commands. Listen, the Bible is not just a book you tote around with you. You got to open it up. There's 1,050 commands that you haven't even started doing one yet. There's another word. There's another command. Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Another word, another word he says, he says, let your light shine before men. Come on, somebody. That they may see your good works and glorify the Father. Saints, how many of us want joy, but we're not following his command? He says, if you, what? Keep my what? Command. The Bible says, and just in case you think, oh, that's too hard to do. Psalm 17 and verse 19 and 7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, restoring the soul, the testimony of the Lord. So the law and the testimony are the same word. So his word is a testimony to him. Am I getting too deep for you? Watch it. His word testifies about him. His commands tells you all about who he is. I wish I had somebody. A lot of you want to know who Jesus is. Amen. Where he is, he lives in my heart. I got you. Amen. I, 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 who is he? He's, he's, he woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. Are you talking about all that he's done for you? How can you follow somebody and don't obey their word? Boy, we following Jesus, though. But we don't keep... He says, if you keep my commandments, you will what? He says, you will abide where? It involves God doing what he knows is best for man and not necessarily what you think is best for you. Lord have mercy. He says, you will abide in my love. Watch this now. The word abide is in the future tense. You know why? Because it didn't happen yet. Because it's predicated on the if. <laughs> it's a conditional clause. It's, he says, listen, he says, if. Amen. First class condition. Right? If it is true. But, but the truth won't come to pass until you do it. So the promise won't come to pass till you step up and obey. Stop obeying Everybody else, but obey his word. You want joy? 
obey. Watch this. It's in the future tense. Watch this. You won't find this kind of love in anything or anyone else. And you're looking for love in all the wrong places. He says, if you keep all you got to do to experience the Father's love is to take his word and say, Lord, I believe it. Show me how to walk it out. Please, please, God. I know I want my way right now, but take my will right now, Lord. Not my will, but your will be done. Listen, listen. What does remaining in love with him means? And that's my next point. You got to remain in love with him. You have to fall in love with Jesus. If you want joy, you have to love him above everything else. I could tell. You could tell what you love, you know. How can you tell? Look at your debit card. Uh-huh. Hit and miss. When was the last time you gave to the church? Your bank statement don't say nothing. It's, it does say specs. And if the weed man could take credit cards, you would have already been used it. Come on, somebody. But he does take Cash App now. So, so Cash App, you can log in and get a report. Why did I say that? Because the Bible says where your heart is, there's your treasure. Oh, I'm coming in two weeks on how to take the limits off your finances. Get ready. Get ready for that. Watch this. Watch this. You won't find this love in anything else. I find it interesting. He says, you will abide, watch this, you will abide in my love. So in other words, you don't have to try to stay in love with him. If you love his word, you're loving him. If you love someone, you do what they ask you to do. You can't tell me not to do. You ain't my daddy. Well, actually, I'm your big daddy. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. Just in case you, just in case you want to, you know, there's a lot of truth to that. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. Can, can I ask you a question? Does God keep showing you his love? Saints, I, I believe the world has it wrong. Mainstream Christianity got it wrong. They're telling you fall in love with something, but they ain't telling you fall in love with this word. If I obey this word, I automatically get his love, but it's in the future tense. He said, I ain't just going to give it to you like that. You got to prove it. Prove that you're going to obey me. Look what he says next. He says, just as. Oh, I love the just as. Just as I have kept my father's commandment and abide in his love. When I read about Jesus going to Gethsemane and then to Calvary, then to the kangaroo court, then to the beaten, then to Calvary, I said it was love that was holding him up. 
He says, just as. So my next point is this. If you want to maintain your joy, you got to do it by following his commandments. A lot of you got to get more familiar with your Bible. Get more familiar with the Gospels and, and how Jesus was held up by love. It was love that took him to the cross. It was love that kept him on the cross. He says, just as the Father loved me. Watch this. For God so loved the world. That's you. That's me. That he gave his only begotten son. Are you with me? That whosoever believe in him shall not perish. Now, can I ask you a question? Does he have to prove anything else to you? The example that Jesus is saying is, what I want you to do is open your Bible, look at how Jesus obeyed the Father, that's your example, and do the same thing. Listen, do you think it was comfortable at Gethsemane? Do, do, do you know they blindfolded him and they spit on him and they slapped him in the face? But he never said a mumbling word. And he did it because he was obeying his father. He was obeying what the father told him to do. And he was fulfilling the scriptures. He was fulfilling the Old Testament. He was bringing it to pass what was prophesied about him. But he understood the only way that I can do this is if I obey his word. Somebody here today, you've replaced his word with your theology. You want joy. And you think you're going to find it in other things. But I stopped by to tell you as I close today. You cannot find joy. You cannot experience the love of the Father. If you don't pick up his word. It's very interesting to me. That Jesus says. I have kept. My father's commandments. Look at that. What my father told me I did. And I'm telling you as my, as my followers. Hear me today. If you keep my commands, my com Jesus' command and the Father command, two different commands. Because Jesus had a mission. Those commands were tailor-made to what he had to do. The mission that he has now for us is the commands he has now, the 1,050, it's tailor-made for you and I. And it, guess what? It's current today. And so what he's asking you to do today is that without love, you can't have joy, you know. But no greater joy can we have when the love of God just pours out upon your heart. And it just keeps pouring. 
And then he shows you how much he loves you. And he starts, he starts loving on you even more. And he starts showing you how much he loves you. Because watch this. Because some of the things you, you have, you don't deserve. As a matter of fact, you didn't deserve to wake up this morning. Not the way you've been acting lately. Come on, help me somebody. Amen. And he says, but my grace. And my love, and guess what? I protected you last night when you slept in the very image of death. Thieves could have came in your house. And I know you say, I got a big gun, but they probably had a bigger one. Amen. But yet he protected you. You got in your car this morning. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's what you first you had waking up, Grace. Amen. Then you got in your car in the man-made vehicle. Not knowing what crazy person just get coming from the club. Come on now. You know this is the time they get out. Amen. And here you go, driving to church. And you got here safe. Tell your neighbor that's traveling grace. God saw fit to love you so much that he's willing to take your sin and cast it in the sea of forgiveness, never to remember them no more. Because you haven't been all that good. But he says, if you stay in me and abide in my word, follow my commands. Don't just read it. Apply it. You will be wrapped up in the Father's love. Amen? Amen.